Yeah, you couldn't help it. I know you felt it. Green and white, white and green. Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? All right, Celtics fans, we are back with another episode of Boston Celtics Game Day Recap. I'm your host, Guy DiPolcito, and the Celtics lose Game 6 in Boston, 111-103. Miami Heat force a Game 7, and we're here. Series tied, 3-3. This was a brutal loss uh, in a game that shouldn't, shouldn't have been this way. Uh, Celtics did not come out with much energy, uh, and guys didn't step up. Uh, that's essentially all it boiled down to at this point. So, uh, gonna fall today's podcast, same as usual, uh, run through player of the game, run through some of the highs, some of the lows, uh, and then talk about game seven, what the Celtics need to do. I feel like I'm, you know, broken record at this point. A lot of the stuff is stuff that we've been talking about all season long at this point. Uh, but Got to give player of the game tonight to Derek White. This is a guy that, you know, again, I feel like I've said this a lot too. A lot of guys have given a lot of shit to uh, throughout the rest of the season, throughout the postseason for not stepping up. Derek White played fantastic tonight. He is one of two people on the entire team uh, that had a positive plus minus, him and Grant Williams. Grant Williams don't think played well. Uh, but Derek White, 33 minutes tonight, 22 points, three rebounds, five assists, three steals, and a block. Zero turnovers. Seven of 14 from the field, four of seven from three, four of five from the free throw line. There is nothing to complain about Derek's game tonight. Not a single thing. Everything Derek White did tonight was incredible. He gave the Celtics a chance at a couple of massive points. Passing, fantastic. Shooting was there. You can't complain about the three-point shot. He was 4-7 from that tonight, too. Every single thing that you could have asked for tonight from Derek White, he gave you. The Celtics didn't have anything else. Uh, this is a frustrating game. Like You look, you don't have a lot of great performances throughout the Celtics for this one. Uh, and it and that part hurts. Outside of Derek White, I don't really know that anyone else on the Celtics team had a good game. There were some things that the Celtics did well. I think Jason Tatum had some big shots. Jalen Brown had some big shots. Uh, but after that, it's really tough. Jalen Brown, excellent first quarter. I mean, first half. Had 18 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists at halftime. Uh, End of the game, 20 points. Only scored 2 points in the entire second half. Not good. Jason Tatum had a couple like really solid plays, I should say. Uh, Ended the game, 30 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, 7 turnovers. Right, so... All of these like good things that they're doing are just being outweighed. All of the things we've complained about all game, all season long, all game long, it's been offensive rebounds, it's been turnovers. Jason, Tate, Jason Tatum tonight threw the ball over a million times. Every time he touched the ball, it seemed like something bad was happening. He had a couple of big shots uh, that brought the Celtics within striking distance. 
but then he would just throw the ball away. Uh, I think Robert Williams played a solid game for the most part, uh, but he didn't really rebound. Like, that's a big issue. This is a guy that should be going out averaging 9, 10 rebounds a game. Tonight, only one. That is a massive problem. Like, he is the best rebounder on this Celtics team. And that was not the case tonight. So I can't even really say he had a good game. You look up and down this lineup. There aren't many good performances. Derek White, I'll give it to him. He is the only one on this team that really played great. And it pains me to say this, but that's the end of the positive section. This is a game six in Boston. The Celtics were up 3-2, had a chance to close it out at home, and lose the game 111-103. That's tough. Like, the fact that we could not get more than one guy in Derek White to show up is sad. So that's where I'm going to wrap up the positive section. I hate to do it, but this is where we are at this point. I don't like blaming stuff on the refs. I'm not going to sit here and do that. The refs were pretty bad, but that's it. That's all I'm going to say about it. That's all I'm going to say. This game does not go on the refs. Like It is 100% on our players and on this team as a whole. Again, take out Derek White if if you want. Like I don't think he deserves any blame. I thought he played as good as you could possibly ask for. This was a season high for the Celtics. So this is the best he's played, basically, in a Celtics uniform. Uh, and he didn't have enough guys step up outside of that. So I want to transition here to some of the negatives. Before we dive into the negatives, I want to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. The NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, total threes made, total rebounds, and more, and boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place the same game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TBPN, Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Looking for an agent to help you buy or sell real estate? George Dimas at PD Properties is the agent for you. Sell now for a flat 3% commission on the sales price. PD Properties utilize the most current marketing techniques and strive to put more money in your pocket. If you're looking to buy, call now and George will be with you every step of the way until you find a property you're able to call home. Serving the North Shore and beyond, call George Dimas with PD Properties today at 781-913-2290. 
That's 781-913-2290. All right, so it's hard to talk about some of the negatives here without starting with Jimmy Butler. So let's start there. Uh, The last two, three games, the Celtics have done a really, really good job of forcing Jimmy Butler into tough shots, uh, making it hard for him because this entire Heat team runs off of Jimmy Butler's heartbeat, right? Like we talk about Marcus Smart being the heart and soul of the Celtics. Jimmy Butler is the heart and soul of the Heat, but he's also the one that facilitates everything. Their entire offense, their entire defense runs off of Jimmy Butler, right? Tonight, we did not slow anything down for him. Jimmy Butler went off 47 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists, 4 steals, a block on 16 of 29 from the field, 4 of 8 from 3, 11 of 11 from the free throw line. There are a couple things that you try to force Jimmy Butler to do on most nights, and that is to shoot threes. Tonight, he hit them. Like, if Jimmy Butler is going to hit 50% of his threes, that's going to be tough. Jimmy Butler in the fourth quarter, 17 points on 6 of 9 from the field. The Celtics starting 5, 5 of 15. Right? Like, that's not good. So 15 points on 3 of 8 from the field. I'm sorry. So 15 points on 3 of 8 from the field. Jimmy Butler outscored our entire starting lineup in that fourth quarter. That is a huge issue. It is a huge, huge issue. Like, and we talk about this, like Jalen Brown, I already touched on it, ended the game with 20 points. He had 18 points at halftime, 18 points after the third. So he scored two points in the fourth quarter. Not going to get it done, right? Al Horford did not play well, right? Like, this is, this is a game for Al Horford where he had everything on the line. This was a chance for him to guarantee an an additional $5 million into his contract for next year. And he comes out tonight, has three points on one of eight shooting with three turnovers, a team worst minus 14 on the plus minus. And this is with $5 million bonus on the line for him. This is the worst game that we've seen him play all playoffs. And I hate saying that because Al Horford has done so much. Like he has looked so good this playoffs, this series, everything. Like he has been arguably the most consistent player on this Celtics team at 35 years old. But tonight it was just it was horrible. It was bad. Didn't do anything. He had a solid fourth quarter. But that's about it. Like, he had zero points after the third quarter. So you got to give the guy a little bit of credit. I guess he scored three points in the fourth. That's it. He had three points, you know, two rebounds and two assists in the fourth quarter. That's not, it's not enough. Like, you need more from him. Jason Tatum, we talked about him already, but seven turnovers. My God, like, what are you doing? Like, I'm not one to bash guys, and I know I 
I'm sitting here and I've talked about Jalen Brown throwing the ball away way too many times because he's had games where he's turned the ball over seven times. Tonight, it's not like it was drastically better, but he fouled out and he also had four turnovers. So it's not like he played outstanding either. Like both of these guys are supposed to be, you know, all NBA type talents. Jason Tatum, first team all NBA. Like that means you're one of the best players in the entire NBA. Like some may argue that you're top five. I get the whole all NBA. Joel Embiid was an MVP candidate and he was on the second team all NBA. Right? So clearly, first team doesn't mean top five, but it means you're pretty damn close. And Jason Tatum tonight came out with seven turnovers. It's not enough. You need both of these guys. Jalen Brown, all star last year, right? These guys need to step up. It's very clear that the talent level on these teams is not the same. This series should be in the Celtics' favor. But you have two stars in Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown that did not step up. This game is on them. Jalen Brown, two big missed turnovers. And a lot of people want to blame this loss on him missing two free throws at the end of the game. I'm not buying it. Like, he was 7 of 9 from the free throw line tonight. That's solid. The fact of the matter is... Everybody needs to step up. Nobody did. Marcus Smart, it's very apparent that he's not himself. Played 40 minutes tonight, but was 4 of 15. 1 of 9 from 3. Like, that's not going to do it for you. Like, you cannot shoot that bad and expect to win. And it's, it goes throughout. Grant Williams tonight... Not very good. Two points, five fouls, 0 of 2 from the field. Just didn't do anything. 17 minutes, nothing. Zero impact. You know, you want to say he got a plus four and the plus minus? It was completely irrelevant because he did nothing. Nothing during that time. Like, there is nobody outside of Derek White that played a good game. That part's super frustrating. You know, you look at Robert Williams tonight, you know, even him, this guy has has not done anything wrong, I don't think, all series long, all playoffs long, except for not being available. Tonight he was available, but you can't go out there and only get one rebound if you're Robert Williams. Like, this is a guy that needs to average double figures in rebounds every night. Tonight, couldn't get it done. Like, this is, you've got a lot of bad individual performances, but a lot of this just comes down to all of the problems that we faced all year long, right? Offensive rebounds, gave up 11. 11 offensive rebounds for the Miami Heat tonight. Turnovers, 18 turnovers. Guess how many points off of those turnovers? 22. We lost by 8. Right? Not good. Fast break points. Gave up 13. Like, these are all issues that the Celtics just fell into the entire night. 
You can't do it. And one of the things that we've seen this entire postseason has been, you know, the Celtics defense really putting a stranglehold on teams, forcing them to take tough shots. Tonight, it felt like Miami got whatever they wanted. Like, they shot 43% from three. 43%. It's not like they didn't take a lot. Like, they were 15 of 35. They took about as much as we took. We took 33. They made 15. The Celtics shot 33% from the three-point line. That's a 10% difference between the Miami Heat and the Celtics. If you get outscored by that much, you're going to lose, right? That's the fact of the matter. Like, the Celtics just could not put together an offense. And the part that's frustrating is the Celtics, no matter how many times the Miami Heat went out and put together a good run, the Celtics answered it. The Celtics answered a lot of Miami's runs, especially, you know, through the first half. Right? Like, you look, we got outscored 29-22 in the first. It looked like that was Miami's first punch. Right? Like, this entire series has really been summed up by which team is going on a run and for how long is that run going to go on for. Miami came out, punched the Celtics, took the first quarter 29-22. The Celtics answered. Outscored the Heat 24-19 in the second. It was close. Right? But then you've got a bad third quarter where you get outscored by another five. And the fourth quarter, the Celtics made it a tough game. They made it, they got it close. They took a lead late in that game, but then couldn't execute in the long run. Got outscored in that fourth quarter again. Every single time the Heat made a, like, punched the Celtics, made a run, the Celtics responded. But then at the end of the game, they didn't. You know, the Heat battled back. And you got to give a lot of credit to this Heat team. They got a lot of a lot of calls from the refs. And again, I'm not giving them the win because of the refs. Like, they, they won this game. Jimmy Butler won this game. He scored 47 points on the team's 111. Right? Like, he scored almost a third of their points. That's an issue. Like you can't you can't do it. You can't expect to win in a game where you're giving up all of that. Right? And that's the frustrating part tonight. I don't know. This is a we're at a point right now where the Celtics are forced into a game seven. Uh the Miami Heat have the experience. This is a Celtics team that, you know, we've Made it to the Eastern Conference Finals three times with our core, right? And we're at another point where we have the potential to lose it. And it's not on our home court. That's stressful. It's sad. It sucks. I hate every bit of it. But this is where we are. The Celtics, in Game 7, they need to clean up the turnovers. They need Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown to step up. This isn't a game where they can have seven turnovers. This isn't a game where Jalen Brown can foul out. This is a game where Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum need to show up, need to show that they're all-stars, and we need other guys to step up around them. Al Horford needs to be better. 
Robert Williams needs to rebound better. Derek White needs to play the game he played today. Right? Like, this is do or die. The Celtics are the better team. If you ask any analyst, if you listen to any of the pregame shows, the Celtics have more talent. This game should have been wrapped up. We've seen this. We've seen this Celtics team come out and smack the heat. They need to do it again. This is not a game where they can come out and get outscored 29-22. We can't come out to a slow start. The Celtics just need to be better. That's bottom line. We've got a Game 7 on Sunday, uh, Memorial Day weekend. This is a, a big thing. I've got my birthday. I've got a bunch of people coming over for Sunday. And now I've got to have people in my house watching the game with me. I don't like it. I don't like it. I like watching the game by myself. It's tough. I love company. I'm super out outspoken. I love talking about the Celtics. But when the Celtics are on, I'm laser focused and it drives me nuts. So this game, I'm going to be on the edge of my seat the entire game. And regardless of of how it starts, if the Celtics go to a 20-point lead, if the Celtics fall behind by 15, I'm going to be on the edge of my seat the entire time. Doesn't matter. If this series shows you anything, it shows you that leads are not safe in the NBA. And they're certainly not safe in this series. And as much as that pains me to say, that's where we are. But that's where we're going to wrap today's podcast up. Uh, Celtics once again fall to the Miami Heat, 111-103. Miami forced the game seven. That game is Sunday at 8.30. Make sure to tune in because this is for all the marbles. Uh, It's going to be a hell of a game, a hell of a series this was. So... Uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter at NBA Celtics guy. Make sure to follow our Facebook page, Boston Celtics till I die. Uh, make sure to rate and review the podcast five star written review. Everything helps. The more people that are commenting, the more people that are liking the podcast, the further this gets pushed out to people. Uh, and we love that, right? Have a great night. Celtics fans. We will talk soon. Yeah. Couldn't help it, I know you felt it Green and white, white and green Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics? Who are we the Celtics?